Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mental Health Today. I'm your host, Ken Stearns. And uh, just a kind of a beautiful monsoony day here in Sonorita, Arizona. And, uh, you know, I'm here just enjoying a few uh, a few days after a, a kind of a three-day horse therapy uh, weekend retreat. So I've spent the last, and I should say not horses, but equines. Uh, because the animal that I particularly bonded with over the weekend uh, was a henny, uh, which is a female, kind of a type of female donkey. So I was having, I don't know what you did on your Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, but I spent mine uh, talking to donkeys and inviting them to come to me and have conversations with them. Uh, but only after I had my breath worked down, my intention down, I was in congruence. And then the animals are, are able to kind of hear you. You know, they allow you into their space. Really interesting conversation. Thanks, thanks everybody for listening and supporting Mental Health Today and everything we're doing, trying to create a real fabric of people who are in the space doing really good stuff, trying to help address this crisis. And our next guest, uh, Dr. Lena Clark, really interesting story. And I'm looking forward, uh, Dr. Lena, to hearing how you got in, because that part's missing for me. Yes. Uh, but what you're doing, man, you're, you're, uh, you are in the space, right? You, are, you have created some of your own space in there. Yes. And I want to I find out more about what you're doing and, and a little bit about why you're there. Yes. So, Dr. Lena Clark, welcome to Mental Health Today. Thanks for being a guest. Why don't you take, through, take the audience through a little bit about uh, who you are and what you're doing today and, you know, whatever order you want to go and how you got there. Yes, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so much, uh, Mrs. Stearns, for having me on your show. You know, it is an honor to be here, to be able to talk about mental health because it is a passion for me. And, yeah. you know, I love what I do, as you mentioned. And and pretty much what motivated me to start in the field of mental health uh, was back in 2008. Uh, I have a story. I wrote a book titled An Amazing Mind. And I lost my husband to suicide. And and so Whoa. not knowing that that was the journey that God had put me on, you know, I was like, okay, what is it that you want me to do from this? Because I missed the, the signs and many of us do. And, and so in my book, a lot of resources, information as a wife being married to a very smart man, an entrepreneur and an inventor um, had his master's and, and, and people don't understand that it does not discriminate. Mental health does not discriminate. Man. And men don't open up and talk, but he was tired. He was only 56 when he passed. And our kids were just five and six. So here I am as a widow with kids. And now they're in college, you know. And, and so I was like, okay, I, I, I did not see the signs because he hid it. He masked it very well. And and so uh, this has been a my long journey, almost uh, 20 years of doing yeah. this. And um, so, again, that is my, you know, uh, uh, that's what motivated me and what started me because I wanted people to know the signs, not just women, not just wives, um, mothers, uh, but also men to mm. let them know it's okay not to be okay. Because as the head and the leaders, we need them to express and to be open more 
and and to understand that you know we need that in order to support you and to understand what yes. you're going through. How can we do that if we don't know what's on your mind? So a lot of intergenerational trauma was there as well that he didn't share with me until I found yeah. out afterwards. And you found oh you found out later. Yes, later. Wow. Oh, yes, because he was self-medicating and all of that, again, is in my book. So this is um, basically how it started. And so out of that, you know, we started a business helping individuals with mental health where we were. Uh, but at the time, but I never again connected the dots. Why he started the business, I just supported him. But he started it because he could connect and relate. And and so after he passed, I, I carried it on, but I changed the name. And Miracle Mind Global was birthed from that. And so basically, we are global. Uh, we are, are uh, in global areas, South uh, Africa, Uganda, Kenya. Um, and, and we started in the States here, you know, and in, in, mm. in where we are in the uh, U.S. And and so we uh, offer many services. We have a, a large number okay. of professionals on our team. We do workshops throughout the city of Atlanta where we're located. And we do travel. Just came back from Boston and, um, uh, you know, we're Harvard research center with with the brain and understanding how the mind works it's so important not just to be diagnosed but to understand mm. how it works because any other part of your body you get a diagnosis and the yes. doctor's going to break it down and share that with you yes so that's what miracle mind global does we it not just include the scientific part the intellectual part but we also include the spiritual perspective as well we give people a choice and and so that's mm. what we Yes, we give people a variety of choices to know that there is hope in the midst of uh, mental health issues. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's interesting. Your husband, the journey for him must have been really hard for him, right? This, this, mm -hmm. the stigma. Yes. I think, you know, the, the stigma across the country is tough, but I think in brown and black communities, even, even a stronger grip. So I yes. think it's I think it's letting up honestly on on the Caucasian community. You can see a lot of open. It's happening, mm -hmm. at least from what I can see. Yes. And and I just I was talking to a guest earlier, and he was sharing about the 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 brown and black community. He said, "Man, the stigma is super strong still." Yes, it is. He said it's really it's got a stranglehold mm -hmm. on it. Um, yeah, is what he kind of the description, right? Mm -hmm. He, absolutely true. You know, there is a stronghold there. And so that was my target, you know, the black yeah, around. Okay. And, you know, because they're in denial, um, not, with, you know, because it goes way back, just being transparent. They were taught, brainwashed to not talk about, sweep it under the rug, not tell anyone, uh, even in my, my husband's side. His mother mentioned before he, um, she passed shortly after that. And her question to me at my husband's home going was, didn't you know? So that put up a red flag for me. I had to start asking questions, doing research. And it was on three generations, Mrs. Stearns, of his family, his mother, my husband, and his grandmother. So I had an obligation to do something about it because we have two children. I said, no, the buck stops here. Yeah, if, I, if I don't cut it off, break that, yes. then it's going to go on. And it's not fair to my children and my grandchildren one day to let that go on if I was knowledgeable. And so that was another part. And I had to research it mm. and just, yes. And, and so that's when I found out and they swept it under the rug. They were like, you know, they knew. Mm -hmm. but they no knew. One. Yes. I, this is a one, you know, my, the, the commercial we play in the beginning is, is mm -hmm. my, is my traveling.
And from that, that common thread that I found was mental health mm -hmm. um, across the country. Yes. <clears throat> it didn't matter. Didn't matter color, race, start religion, end religion. It didn't, you know, rich job, nice house, poor house, everywhere right. I went. Right. It, the color is the same. It's I the mean, same. the mental health color is the same. Uh -huh. And it's, it's hits, it just hits across. Yes. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Um, and just so surprised that, yes. and that's how really I ended up here starting, you know, starting this show. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that's the, the one thing from the, 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 the other podcast, the jar people are saying it stops with me, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the children, parent trauma, the mental health conversations of not, you know, sweeping it under the rug and yes. no, we're talking about it. We're pulling that sucker out. We're putting it on the table. We're going to open the box and we're going to pull that shit out of the box. Whoops. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about it. That's right. That's right. We're going to be transparent. I mean, you can't heal if you don't reveal. We talk about every other, mm. you know, when it comes to the physical body, but when it comes to the mind, because of the stigma that's been attached to the mind, people, the mind, yes, it is complexing. It yeah. is very as many, you know, it, it, it's, it's uh, you know, hard to understand. But once you start talking about it and we educate and we break it down, certain parts of the mind, the brain is, yes, it's difficult to understand. But that's why we educate, you know, our people yeah. perish for lack of knowledge. But once you start knowing, then you can feel a little bit more comfortable because you understand. Why am I feeling depressed? Well, what part of the brain, you know, is the amygdala? Mm hippocampus you know so that's what we bring in we break it down so that you can understand okay, okay. Yes. give the real edge like the, what's real. the mechanics the mechanics exactly. of what's going on right you know and and you know guys i speak for men and and, and certainly some some ladies will have that kind of that gene of understanding mm -hmm. how does it work can mm -hmm. i fix it is it broken how does it work you know because guys we're like fix it like if you tell me it's broken i want to help Mm -hmm. And if you explain to me how it works, I might like, oh, okay. I mean, that's connected to this. And then when this happened, okay. So if I breathe mm -hmm. when I'm feeling like this, that can help. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because this is what happens, you know, when you go through. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. What, what kind of new stuff is coming out? If, you, if you're, you're, I mean, you're a doctor, you're going up to Harvard, you're traveling around, you're in seminars, you're sharing, but you're also being shared too. Mm -hmm. Anything interesting kind of coming up in your last trips or conversations? The only thing that we're doing right now, uh, because this month is Suicide Awareness yeah. Month, yeah. but every month, you know, Suicide Awareness Month, but we're doing yeah, yeah. a workshop you know, uh, again, in the community, we're going to the people. So important that you meet people where they are. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. And it's free to the public where we share resources, information. And also we give away free sessions and also free things to help them understand. So those are the things that we're working on, you know, working on a tour, uh, going to different uh, locations, different okay. cities. So just looking for, we're always looking for people that are interested, volunteers, professionals. Uh, you know, American Wine Global is a collaborator. We collaborate a lot. Okay. And teaming up. You know, we have a team that we go out between seven and ten people. We do this, you know, um, two or three times a month in, in various locations where, you know, the even the local libraries within the city of Atlanta call us and say, hey, we're getting, you know, people asking questions. Can you come and do a seminar this this weekend? 
and and so we do that. So yeah, this weekend we're going to be at the Central, the largest library in the city of Atlanta, for about four or five hours on the 16th. And we're just going to be there available to ask questions, answer questions, get resources. You know, if you want a session, yeah. Any- Anything just to talk. Some people don't always need a psychiatrist or psychologist. They just want someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had that. I had a couple of these. Uh, <laughs> it was like grandma week during my okay. uh, during the jar podcast. But three people in a row or three out of five people mm-hmm. all shared one of the most important people like in their life, in the crisis, in the, sh- the when the, the stuff is ugly. Yes. And they're struggling grandma Mm. yeah grandma was great you just go talk to grandma grandma just listen Mm -hmm. that's it she didn't offer up any advice didn't didn't want to fix it she just i felt heard yes and and i talked to grandma and then that and i felt better like Mm -hmm. like grandma fix it nope did grandma just said you know i hear Mm -hmm. you i understand okay give me a hug Mm -hmm. and you walk away you know so just the power of a grandma just listening. Just listen. Sometimes all you need. That's all people want is a listening ear, non judgmental, you know. Non judgmental. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the other phrase that, that they, they articulated. Grandma was never judging you. Yes. She's totally accepting. Whatever exactly. you say, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here to hear. I'm here yes. to listen. Mm-hmm. Power yeah. of grandmas. That was like my power of grandma week. I heard that story. Like the third one, I was like, what's going on with the grandmas? What's the message? The universe is trying to tell me some message, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It worked. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it worked. And it reminds me, maybe it was not the grandma part, but it was more just the, you know, like you said, the non-judgmental, the power of listening, the power of hearing people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and going through. Yes. How are you? How do you explain to kids what happens to their father like that? What's what's that journey like for children? Well, you know, at their age, of course, they didn't understand. They just yeah, they're five, right? Yeah, it's five and six. So, you know, uh, I was just there, you know, to answer questions. But believe it or not, at that age, the kids get over things uh, a little faster than adults because yeah. They don't understand, even if they see uh, behaviors. And my uh, kids did see that, especially our son, who was six. And so he did see behaviors uh, within his body. He would often say, Mom, are you okay? Because he knew knew something wasn't right. So, you know, again, it was just Uh. being there, talking, always had, always had that open door policy. And when we don't talk to our kids, that's when they just paying attention. You know, it wasn't about me. It was about, I I didn't have time, you know, to stop. I had to keep moving because my kids needed me. You know, they no longer mm. had driving parents. So I had to pay attention to them and, and, you know, to make sure that they were okay. Any questions? Because when we don't pay attention to our kids, that's when they start going out, you know, to others and to the street and other people. Uh, right. You know, you know, to ask questions and to, you know, because that's all they want. They want that, 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 that love and attention. So, you know, when I wrote the book, uh, the, when my books came, finally, mm. my daughter, she opened the box. And so she read the book and that was, I didn't know I was at home. I was at work. And so she read it and she just broke down because she didn't know. She, she didn't know. know until that point. Yeah. That point. But she, that was her way of finding out. 
And so she was okay. And then our son, you know, he grieved a different way, you know, just all of a sudden just driving in the car. He just all of a sudden just let it out, you know, but he's been the man of the house since he was six. So he, you know, I still pay attention to all my kids are 20 and 21. And, um, you know, they're good. They're part of, you know, they've been a part of the process. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, of course, what they're, they're doing their own thing. But I want them to know that it's okay not to be okay. And to share where you're at. Exactly. Yes. Be transparent is, is, is what mm. I tell parents. Just be transparent with your children. How about spouses? What's, have you gone through, did you meet other spouses after this and, and kind of go through that process? Cause other I'm just spouses? curious, like, you know, there must be a, like, that's a sorority you don't really want to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many. Uh, you know, I didn't really meet many spouses that had gone through mm-hmm. what I went through. You know, yeah. because again, not many step up. You know, there are groups and organizations, you know, but, you know, my goal was to uh, make a difference. If I could help one person, okay. you know, um, just just understand, you know, what signs to look for, because I, I, I yeah. miss things there. And we often do that. We get caught up in our daily activities, our work, you know, our job, our businesses, raising our children and, and, and so many things. So we miss it. We think they're OK. And, and so when someone says, you know, I, I, I want to do this and he warned people, my husband yeah. told me, but they didn't take him serious. He even told them he was going to kill his wife and himself, but he, you know, they swept it under the rug. So that's why I, like I said, you know, can I be on a mission because yeah, take this thing serious, you know, people look at it as some of them say, well, that's what they want. No, no, we have to pay attention uh, because it is a, a, a disease that is on the rise and it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. And it's so powerful. I mean, it's, it's a powerful draw, right? I mean, when you get into that loop, that, that, that loop of, of thinking, yes, um, you are, you're right. You're looking for a way out. You're looking for a and, way out. And mm-hmm. you're asking people, telling people, mm-hmm. you know, please, when you hear those kinds of things, I mean, if you're listening to this episode Mm-hmm. And someone says those things. They need help. They're asking for help. They're asking for a way out of a yes. hand. Right. Um, and, and and that doesn't mean that that person is weak. A lot of times we look at people and judge them and think that they're weak because they're asking for help or they're thinking a certain way. And that's why a lot of people don't say anything because they hold it within, Yeah. you know, because they're afraid, well, they're not going to listen. They're going to judge me. I'm going to be know? judged. Yes. But don't do that because what's the difference in you telling someone, you know, you're not feeling well or you have a, a chronic illness? Are they going to think you're weak because you're sharing that? Yeah. Your I mind? Mean, people get cancer. They don't ask for it. It happens. And then we yeah. all we all put a pink ribbon on the tree. Yes. Pray for them. Send them emojis. Mm-hmm. Send flowers. That's it. Um. But yes. like you said, the mental health part, we can't see what's going on in that, right. in that gray, mm-hmm. gray soup of noodles. We, we um, can't, we can't. To really figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. What's next for you? I mean, you've got this, you're doing, is this, are you in the groove right now? Are you oh, in that? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I am in the groove. I mean, when it comes to mental health, I stay, you know, in the groove and on the move, you know. And on the uh, move. Yes, yes. We have a 24-hour hotline number as well, you know, that we have for individuals that want someone to talk to. 
We have uh, volunteers, of course, they're all vetted. And I'm on call 24-7. So if someone wants to talk two or three in the morning, because those are the times when a lot of people are going through. They can't sleep. They're restless. There's a lot of activity. And again, that comes from another spiritual perspective that we have professionals that work with people who want to take it deeper, who want to get to the root of it. If they have intergenerational okay. trauma, and that's something that goes way back to different generations, yeah. you can't put a bandaid on that. You have to get dig it from the root, just like you do weeds that grow, overtake your garden or your, your front yard. In order for those weeds to not take it over, you got to pull those weeds up. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to get on your hands and knees, get yeah. in there, and, yeah, it's, and get the roots out of there. Yeah, can't so, shoot the round roundup is not the way to do it on this situation. You got to get in there, put your hands on it. Mm -hmm. So that's how it is when it comes to the mind. Finding out, you know, uh, why are am I hearing voices? Why am I going through this? You know, because. And, and don't be afraid to even ask questions within your families. A lot of family members don't want you to expose the truth. But in order to heal, again, you must reveal. And, and they don't want to be that bad person, but you're not. You're actually the one that's saving the next generation. You're and saving, saving, mm -hmm. saving yourself. Yes. Yeah. It, a couple of conversations I've had recently, we did, we did touch on, you know, the outside the front door. We had mm -hmm. an image. Mm -hmm. This family has an image to keep up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happens inside here? The kind of madness and everything else. Yeah, that's that's us. Stays inside. Yes. But yes. you know, when you're inside the insane asylum, no one's going to help the other insane. Right? Like if it's a crazy house, you can't count on the other crazies to help you. You got to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to go out and say, "I need help. I want to talk to somebody." That's they may not get it in your home with your with your family. They may not be able to help you. They're not. Those are the ones that are not going to help you. In the majority of cases, doing my research, when individuals oh. have, have been admitted into any, okay. uh, called them asylums back then, they don't yeah. have it anymore, but they were admitted. 99.9% .9 of them were admitted by family members. Mm -hmm. Do we have that? We don't have that today, do we? No, we don't. We have behavioral health centers. We have the hospitals that do the assessment and they keep them, you know, so many days, but they don't have the um, facilities where they're housed. There I, are I, meant more, I meant more from the 90% of the family bringing people in. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have that support where the family says, you need, we need to get you help. They don't know. Well, they, the family members themselves have issues. So, they don't have. <laughs> they try yeah. to do it. They hide it. They know what's going on. And, and they a lot of hide it. They, yeah. So, you know, when you have the uh, the master manipulators that are trying to manipulate the ones, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a lot. And those who want help, they can't get it because of the fear uh, of, of what they're going to do, what they're going to say. And mm. that's why a lot of people snap when they're out in public. Because they're full of rage from what's going on at home. Yes. Because they can't talk to anyone. So when they get out there, that's their outlet. And so they just take it out. They don't understand. Yeah. So when they go home again, it's it's a whole new game, new ball game. So, you know, it's it's really sad that this happens, but people need to know that um uh, again, it, it, it's okay not to be okay. The mind is what controls the body. And, and so a lot of people use that as a form of control, how to con manipulation to control individuals. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, 
this part, the mind controls the body. Mm-hmm, it does. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I was listening to one of these, um, to Joe Dispenza. I think his last, can't mm-hmm. if I got his name right, his last name correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking a little bit about how habits, mm-hmm. you know, and eventually what happens is your, your body's controlling your mind because of this hap- habitual thing that happens. Right. So we talk about, you know, where the mind and the body, like the good parts to let the mind be in control and the good parts for the body. And he was saying, you know, he's kind of has this logical thing of, wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? If you get up and you do the same thing every morning, mm-hmm. that eventually your body is actually leading your mind and you've totally let your mind just go to, to, to just, you're a zombie. You're not even yeah. using your mind anymore. That's right. That's right. Go, you, you make the coffee the same way. You drive the same way to work. You park the car in the same spot. And it's like, this thing is like, don't you agree that the body's actually leading them? At this point, the body is physically going places. And sometimes the mind is like, well, you know, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, hold on. And <laughs> and the way you go to work, because even if you don't want to, even if you don't feel well, mm-hmm. your body and you physically you're being compelled to do stuff because of, of memory and rote. Right. And those same things happen in your brain mm-hmm. conversations repeat over and over and you just create these little tracks. Exactly. And how do you get out of that track? If you're in that rut at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to um, the intergenerational, the, the trauma. A lot of people continue mm. to do that because you know, the trauma they're stuck in the past and yeah, stuck in the past. They're stuck in the past. Most individuals, all of us have experienced something, even as a child. But many aren't out of it. Many are still stuck in that childhood trauma. And they never dealt with it. So to answer, you know, what you're saying, to piggyback off of that, yeah. continue to go into that same pattern. That's why you have the power to control your mind. But many yeah, you people, have- they don't take that control. They just, they allow the, 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 the past and the trauma to control them. Yeah. And control over it. And whatever the mind is told the body, you got to do like this every day. Right. Just like you just like you said, you just let you just put everything on top of that trauma, ignore it. Exactly. And you can't you have mm-hmm. to pull that out. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I was just reading. Uh, this is something interesting because you mentioned generational. It just made me kind of think of that quote that I just heard that mm-hmm. all of a woman's eggs are formed in her body at the fourth month mm. in uterus. So you're, you are actually in your grandmother's body for four, you share your body, your grandmother's body for four months. Because mm-hmm. you're, as an egg, you are dropped from your mother, right? Mm-hmm. And so those are all formed. So boy, I mean, the, think about it. Trauma your grandmother may physically go through right mm-hmm. could somehow impact on your dna mm-hmm. yes. wild mm-hmm. wild right um yeah and i've had some, yeah i've had to guess on with you know in uterus trauma and mm-hmm. so to know that's a thing that and then realizing that those eggs are already even in there um you know, the kind of the kind of awareness that we have to have of mental health and, and just how we treat each other as yes. human. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, it, 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 the mind is a powerful thing and um, it can be very complexing, like I stated. Mm. Um, but just like when we go to the doctor and 
we your new patient and you fill out yeah. forms and the longest form is the one that asks about your past, your history. Yeah. May have thirty to forty questions, simply because they know that some of those illnesses that you may be experiencing, or the reason you're at that doctor, is because you know, did your father die of cancer? Did your you know yeah. going on down? Yes. But we miss it when it comes to the mind. If the same I, thing happens, the same thing. Is, happens. Yeah, I am. I am. It's it's an area that I'd like to explore, and I haven't I haven't found that person yet to really carry the conversation through. Mm-hmm. Is that the amount of medical services that are rendered as mm-hmm. a result of actual mental illness, mental health trauma? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the manifestation is heart attack, all kinds mm-hmm. of stress, anxiety. You think mm-hmm. of the things that. How does that manifest physically? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And boy, we could we could save a lot of lives and a lot of money. Like yes. uh, we could save a lot of money mm-hmm. by focusing on the root cause of a lot of physical illness. Absolutely, which begins in the mind. In the mind, that's where it starts. So it's kind of you know it's it's a little interesting. We have we have PE class in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, that's true. That's true. We don't have mental ed. No. <laughs> we have physical ed. We should have a mental ed, right? Mental ed, yes. Well, you know, it's it's all, you know, it, there's a lot that's connected to that. You know, many reasons why I say that um, they don't break it down that way. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the mind, you know, um, and and so it's just, it's set up that way, some, in a sense. You know, because when you start understanding, again, it's a choice. When you start understanding how the mind works, so a lot of individuals, a system and so many things, you know, then you're no longer able to be controlled. You know. Yes. You know, so um, that's why it's very difficult. But, you know, that's another story in itself. Yeah, the whole control, like the mind and, and yeah, once you, well, you know, it's scary, right? If you feed the mind a little too much, you might end up with a population you don't like. <laughs> you don't want a bunch of free thinkers running around the country. Hell no. That'll cause some real, that'll cause some real trouble. It is interesting though. You're right. I mean, the, the most powerful part we've got is our mind. It's our mind. You know, more than, way more than the physical aspect, you know, just 10 times more than the physical aspect. Of oh, it. yes. That's where it and, starts. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we don't really have any good training around how to use this thing. Where's mm-hmm. the manual? I mean, you know, I'm looking for the manual. I can I can go start the most complex nuclear reactor by just following the 984 pages, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But there's no startup mechanism for my mind. There's no how to control it. Mm-hmm. Um and it seems to be a mystery to go find those answers mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's really not. If people really want, it's a choice again. You know, we mm. offer many uh, different, yes, different ways people can deal with it. You know, when you're we're dealing with it from a spiritual perspective, that's another way. Mm. Uh, also, um, and, and people have different beliefs, you know, when you're taught how it works. 
Yeah. It helps so much better. You know, you don't have to succumb mm -hmm. to, you know, we, we, we're not negating, you know, we know the pharmaceutical company is a billion dollar industry when it comes to medication, yep. but people who are on a certain level, for instance, my husband, he was supposed to have been on medication, but he was so smart. He did not want to sleep his life away because that's what it does. It puts you in a state of lockdown and you're not yeah. able to, you know, perform. You're not able to think properly. And so many people want to do different things. And that's why you give them a choice, you know? And, mm. and so, yes, uh, there are so many different things that, that people can do, but they just don't know where to go or how to start. They can go to the Miracle Mind Global. Yes. Dot com. Mm -hmm. And find out where to start. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. What do you see? What are people going for? Um, they come to the website, they come to you, they talk to you or they talk to the team. What's the number one or kind of a trending, you know, what's the trending thing? Uh, basically, the trending thing is uh, we're finding that people do want to find out who they are from a spiritual perspective. How can, you know, um, I, I someone help me? Um, okay. the, the, they want to go through the process of the intergenerational yep. trauma of removing that. And it doesn't happen overnight. So, again, we have trained specialists that take them to that process, through mm. that process, all right, to get to the root of it. You know, some people want someone to hold their hand. We have yep. accountability, you know, individuals. It's so important that you have someone to hold you accountable. Just like in physical training, when you, you know, join a, a club or fitness center, you know, you have a trainer. Yeah, and yeah. So again, what's the difference in having one, some, someone to help train your, reset your mind, mm. reprogram your mind? And yeah. that's what we, do. we help. We did a, a six weeks course. I'm sorry, four week course on okay. how to program your way of thinking. Oh, this is great. Yes, because many people don't, you know, they want to change, but they don't know how to reprogram their way of thinking or their mindset. Yeah, and this has been one of the things I've been kind of kind of coming to knowledge about, which is that reprogramming. You know, I was mm -hmm. saying those those thoughts that are reoccurring, it's like a right. it's like a rut. And right. you're so familiar, you're gonna it's like a broken track of the record that'll just go on repeat, like clickety, clickety, yes. clickety, and you can't mm -hmm. you can't move the needle. You can't move the needle. And that's why yeah. a lot of people, you know, end up, depression is the main cause for suicide. You know, they, they're hearing these recurring voices like a, re, you know, oh, yeah. a record that's being replayed. And so they get tired. You know, people actually hear voices. So again, there are different levels. So sure. it all, it all comes from, like I said, being in touch with the right people who can help you. Mm. With that. And you can't save the world. You can't help everyone, but you know, those who want help. And we, we don't just say, okay, come talk to us. And then that's it. We, it, it, it is a process because it, it was a process you getting there. It happened the majority of your life. So it's not going to happen. Yeah, yes. change. So that's why we're there to hold people's hands to, you know, support. Uh, we have a great support system. We have accountability partners to help you. Okay. You know, along the way. Yes. Mm. We don't give up on people because a lot of people have been given up on. I and so that's something, you know, when it comes to the mind and people who are struggling, there are some people who can't get up out of the bed. It doesn't matter your social status, your economic status, nope. your race, gender, none of that. No. You know? And so we don't look at that. We look at the individual for who they are. 
it it is powerful that when people when they want to change and they're looking for those resources i i mean i can say i spent a couple of days here at a, at a retreat and there are a few you know people coming for different reasons right um you know everybody's an individual and they're on their own journey mm-hmm. but i can you know i can say you can make great strides in a short amount of time mm-hmm. i mean i saw this weekend people change their posture um mm-hmm. Someone who couldn't really talk about something without crying, mm-hmm. but now they're talking with a smile and they're and they're present. Yes, yes. Um, just a really transformational weekend for a couple of people. Awesome, amazing. Wow. That's and, amazing. And so you know, I think with the right person, yes, uh, on both sides of the equation, mm-hmm. someone who wants to get better and, and to improve themselves, and someone who's trained at it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can you can do miracles in a weekend. You can. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not feeling, you know, you don't feel right. There's, there's not just hope. There's more than hope. There's, there's breakthroughs where you can become a completely different person Mm -hmm. and, and be on the helping side. Right. Like like not, you know, won't take you long. You Mm -hmm. still be need to do some work. You know, you're not going to be there, but you can be on the other side looking back. Exactly. And, and that's what we're about. And you mentioned, the, you said the right word, breakthrough. You know, yeah, breakthrough. Um, breakthrough, yes. And that's what we do. Um, you know, we want to see people um, healed. And you can, if you believe, you know, yeah. and yes, you can. I, Just like, I saw it. It's real, man. You, can, real. you can absolutely heal and you can have break uh, breakthroughs. Yes, you can. Change, just change even how you stand. It's crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. How you present yourself to people. Exactly. Um, yes. It's waiting for you. Just go find some help or, you know, wherever you can. Uh, mm-hmm. Miracle Mind is one. Any kind of closing thoughts, any message for the audience or, or anything you want to you wanna share, Dr. Lena? Well, you know, I think you've uh, shared quite a bit and added the email. I'm sorry, the, the uh, website. Yeah. Email also, you know, is uh, Dr. Lena Clark uh, at MiracleMindGlobal.com or MiracleMindGlobal. Okay at gmail.com. Our toll-free number, if I can share that. Sure, uh, absolutely. 24-hour hotline, it's 844-442-6463. Say, Again, that one more, say that one more, yeah, one more time. Sure, 844-442-6463. Okay. Yes, and um, again, if you know anyone who's listening, if you are uh, looking for assistance, reach out. It doesn't matter what time it is. Mm on the professional side and you want to be a part of what we're doing yeah. collaboration team you know it's about teaming up collaborating you can do there's it's power in numbers and Absolutely. so we are definitely um you know uh, looking for that volunteers just just anyone that wants to be a part of the movement because this is a movement mm. that we are are doing and we have different groups even we uh uh social media groups uh men of mighty valor for the men because men oh. uh we, we just did a men's um, in mental health. We okay. have another one coming up. And it's just for the men because they're saying that we don't have the platform where men can come and talk. And and so that's what we do. Uh, the next one, we're are having a meeting uh, this week and planning another one. They want to plan a men's conference. So we have the Ladies Leading Legacies for Women as well. And, and so we have the Understanding Your Mind and Subconscious Mind where people from all over the world are members of the group. And wow. so we post information daily on all of those groups. 
And uh, so because we want people to stay informed. And um, so these are social media groups that they, they can uh, look into and they can visit, you know, Facebook Miracle Mind Global uh, at Miracle Mind Global. And they can find all of that information there. Super. Well, yes. I hope somebody reaches out. Um, and if you're listening to this is recorded episode, all that stuff is still good. Uh, really appreciate anybody kind of tuning in after the fact. Um, Dr. Lena, thanks so much for being a guest and thank you. And, and you know, and really being open and sharing some tough personal parts of the story. Yes. Yes, you're um, welcome for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'll uh we'll chat in a minute. Uh, give us a little 30 second commercial and I'll see you in a in a in a bit. Sure. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening and sharing and commenting and subscribing to the website and all that good stuff for mental health today. So we can grow the tribe and kind of grow the audience and get rid of the stigma and get rid of the, you know, help people find some great resources uh, like, like Dr. Lena Scott. Thanks again. I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Loose baby. We're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.